0: Hello and welcome to the 167 podcast. In today's episode, we're speaking about vision, how to be a people of vision, casting vision and living a life of vision. Stick around. Welcome, everybody, to the 167 podcast. We are so excited to see you and to be with you today uh, for another episode we hope that you have been enjoying uh what we've been putting out there and our recent kind of walk through the book of one timothy and today uh we're gonna be moving things forward but before we say anything else just a welcome to all of our viewers a welcome to so good my co-host wearing a very cool cape town city shirt today i love it
1: eh? I, I, i'm really loving the shirt it's probably the closest to pink i'm ever gonna wear it's quite it looks quite breezy um, but it, it, you know, I went for intentionally because we did that yeah, we did star that. celebration and putt putt because we hit 500 subscribers on the church's channel. Come on, somebody! Uh, which is just an awesome privilege to to see that happen. And so yeah, I thought let me go with light and breezy. No, yeah, it looks cool and
0: it works. I yeah. think I think it's it's one of the cooler like South Africa doesn't tend to have a lot of really cool sure, kind of yeah. home football shirts. I sure. think that's one of the cooler ones.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, they said so too. They're like, yeah, yeah. You like the home kits or this kit. I'm like. Uh, I think this one's last like, yeah, this is the <laughs> one. It's when like, selling it, they're like, no, they're both awesome. Get cool. both. Yeah, 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 totally. So we want to welcome everybody
0: uh, to the podcast today. If you are a first time uh, guest or visitor, geez, awesome. Welcome. We hope that you uh, enjoy the time with us. If you are watching on YouTube, and then you're going to see the video. But if so you're joining surprised. us on any of the online platforms, uh, please feel free to, to rate us, uh, leave comments, leave any type of information, or you can even get hold of us on Instagram. We've got an Instagram page, uh, the 167 podcast unless, right. unless it goes down again, uh, because this week, Instagram, this I week, all of, the, all of the what do you mean you heard? Surely heard. you felt the brunt no, of that. I, you're not, you're
1: not that close to God that you would just, just no, gonna, you just I, didn't even know I about it. I intentionally took Monday, I took Monday. Listen, I just heard in this incredible sermon on Sunday about fasting <laughs> something in the week, and so I'm like, I'm gonna do my best to do media free Monday oh, my like, social media specifically. Because what happens is, you know, you feel like, oh, wow, church was amazing. And then you see everybody else's church service and you yeah. go, I suck. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm staying off social media as far as possible. And then I heard on Tuesday, like everyone going this massive thing. It, Facebook was down.
0: It was bonkers. Mark Zuckerberg apparently has lost, like he's dropped in places with regards to his worth and stuff. Apparently he took a huge loss because wow. of that That kind of few hours of outage, And people feel disconnected. And what was... <laughs> No, seriously, like a big way, people are like they're like a, like Twitter apparently just gained a whole bunch of new uh, people because everyone just flooded Twitter because it was the only way they could connect and speak and
1: apparently Twitter's where it's at, huh? I hear that. You know, I mean you say that. Uh, well yeah. <laughs> Me and everyone over the age of fifty two. But leaders are there, that's what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, the, and there's like this massive uproar I heard, and there's where's like you, I'm like, guys. It's just a few hours. It's not the end of the world. Do
0: you know what is still scary to me is that this whole TikTok thing is like so big, and I'm like not on it, and I'm actually starting to feel guilty that I'm not on TikTok because you're on you're utilizing
1: that platform. At the I moment. am, you're I like actually, and you're getting
0: views, and it's like it's working for you, and I'm not on there yet.
1: I can't say it's working or not working, but what is interesting is that I don't know any of the people who are following me. Okay, but which is trying to get content. that to be pretty cool, help People encourage people. I did have actually someone who asked about the podcast. So I directed on TikTok. to- the, Yeah, yeah, on TikTok. They listen what? to one of those little snippets- Yeah, that you share. That we share. So yeah, that's for a reason to be on our on our Instagram because on Instagram, you'll find our little um, snippets. Yeah. We're getting way off course here, but um, we, are. Know, we should talk about social media at some point. We definitely. I think that'll be a great conversation. I think so. I think so.
0: But for today, obviously, we've been chatting. We've been having some really cool conversations traveling through the book of One Timothy. it has be good. Yeah, uh, you know, we've loved it. We've loved being able to do that. And today we're going to be- maybe looking at things slightly different, still looking through the eyes of a leader and looking at some really cool uh, leadership focused questions. But we're gonna be looking at at some content uh, that actually originates with a guy called Phil Pringle. I believe it's Leadership 101. Leadership 101, yeah. So we're going to be having a look at a few things today. And today, specifically, we're going to be looking at uh, vision. Yes. Uh, really, how to, what vision is firstly, how to cast it. Because we know that all leaders need a vision. That's right. All leaders need a, uh, a where we want to be, where our people need to be, where yes. we want to go, the direction we want to go in. And then after that comes the, okay, well, how are we going to get yes, there? Yes, how does it yes. look like? But we need that starting point. We need that starting place. Vision right. is so important for all it leaders. It is critical. It so is for, critical. For anybody watching, uh, you don't have to be a business leader or a church leader, but you can have vision
1: for your life. That's right that's right and, and just to give the uh, people uh, to the guys a sort of framework of what yeah. leadership 101 is all about it's just six areas in the life of that every leader the life of every leader that has to be cultivated. Good. Like I think you you won't always be strong in all of these areas, no. and I'm certainly not. Um, but it is something that needs to be cultivated in life, and okay. so so leaders do these things. So we in the previous episodes we've done a lot about like qualities of yeah. leadership. Yeah, like we're looking at,
0: we're looking at quite a personal take yes, on it. Yeah. Yes,
1: like character. These are more skill sets that you mm. can learn. Right. Um, so character is developed and skill sets are learned. And these are those sort of six skill sets in a way that a leader can develop in their life. Yeah. So we'll um, probably
0: be talking about some of these things for the next few weeks. Yeah, so yeah for it would, sure. It would be awesome for guys to join us and and uh, commit to that. That's right. But as we start talking about vision mm-hmm. and the topic of vision, vision is something that has been huge since, for me personally, has been huge since joining a church and, and being a part of a church staff because vision plays an incredibly vital role in the life of a church leader. And, and I don't think we'll just limit it to ministry, but in a church leader, because as a church, there are things that we want to do. You don't want to fall into the trap of just kind of going Sunday to Sunday, a no. uh, tick in the box. You want to be, I think all leaders in their hearts really want to be effective yes. and they really want to make a difference and they really want to kind of move the needle forward. And, and for church, I mean, it's even bigger. It's mm-hmm. about, well, what can we do? Uh, with God, what can we do and how can we change our community? For your side, has has vision been something, thinking about vision, thinking about a vision for yourself and then even for a church, is it something that's been natural Mm -hmm. uh, for you to, is it, is it been a natural concept for you to do, or is it, or has it been something that that you've had to work on? Like, yeah. what is? And I'm trying to be as vague because for me, vision has always been challenging yeah. in a in, in a sense of my personality. I'm I'm very good at what's in front of me, yeah. but as soon as you make me think about five or ten years, that's a challenge for me. I think I've gotten better. Yes. For you, has it been like something like?
1: Oh, um, I think it's probably part of my makeup, which vision has always been something natural for me. I don't have Mm. to work hard at at dreaming about the future. Yeah. Uh, For me, the challenge comes into, okay, cool. Like, like, let's go, like, this is what what I can see and I've dreamt a lot. Mm. But if I've had a learner's case, what what can we do now? Maybe the mechanics. Yeah, the mechanics of it to take steps forward in that because like dreaming is free. Yeah. But vision costs you because you actually have to do something to get there. Yeah. And I think it's in the heart of God. Like, I mean, we've got, there's that scripture, in, I think it's in Proverbs that um, without vision, people cast off restraint. Yeah. And so if there's no vision, anything looks good and any option looks good. Mm. So I can live my life day to day and whether I get to where I want to or not, doesn't really matter. Yeah. But when I have a vision, there's some things I have to say no to in order for me to say yes to that vision. Mm. And I think that's probably the discipline of vision, which is something that I've struggled with. Yeah. Uh, Cause I'm like, yeah, I want to, I want to be ripped and in shape, <laughs> except I don't want to give up the burgers and you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So, but I think vision is in the heart of God that there's a preferred future for yeah. us. And that's really what it is, is, is what is in the future that looks great. Yeah. Yeah. What is it that you dream about? And, I've often struggled. The areas of vision that I've struggled in is more, is this what I want mm. or is this what God wants? Yeah. And I think a lot of Christians can get caught up and stuck in that. Yeah. Um, and it's actually listening to some of what Phil Pringle was talking about almost set me free a little bit to say, you know what, maybe God wants what you want. Mm. You know, mm. or if you're close enough to the Lord, like what you want is what God wants. Yeah. Uh, and vision is, you want to get there's places to get vision and but sometimes vision also just be part of what your imagination is you know yeah. like what just sitting and thinking about it and dreaming about it like what does that feel like for you what gets you excited it gets you, you excited yeah what are you
0: passionate yeah, about and, yeah. and what do you think God is calling totally. you to so maybe just a simple question do you think all leaders need vision Do you, do you think we need a vision? Do you, is it something that has to happen at the beginning of your leadership journey? Two part it. Do we do we need a vision? <laughs> so I'm like I'm like, hey, simple question. Then five questions later, yeah. do you think it's do you think it's important that we have vision? And and where in do you, does it have to start right in the beginning, or mm. is it something that maybe can develop and become clearer over a period of time? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a good question. Uh, vision for me is, I mean, it's I think it's essential for a leader. Mm. And I really do. Um, I don't always, I don't always think that you need to have a person, Like, I don't think it always has to be your vision good. at the beginning. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to serve someone else's vision Very until good. you have a vision. Yeah. Um, and and, but I think you've got to try and develop a personal vision for your life. Otherwise, again, everything is yes. Mm but there are some things we need to say no to. Yeah. And so do I have a vision for a group of people that I'm leading? Do I have a vision for my life? And I think that's where it starts in mm. the life of a leader. Uh, and so I, I think that's where it develops. And I don't know if that answers the question. I think, yes, a leader needs a vision, mm. um, but that vision can develop over time. Yeah. I think you need to have a vision for your personal life. Mm. And I think then you need to start dreaming for what it is that you're leading. Yeah. Uh, because until you do that, I don't think you can live out your calling. Mm. You know, you might not be a visionary person, but you can still have a vision. Yeah. You know, I think visionary people dream and they think about future. They think about big things. Mm. Um, But you, but whatever's relating to your life is big. It's a big deal. It's a big deal to you. It's a big deal to God. Mm. Um, And I think it's about how we go about discovering what that vision is. Yeah. And quite simply, I love, I love a guy called Bill Hybels. He defined this in a way for me and vision that really helped me. It's a, it's a vision, is a picture of the future that produces passion. Love that. And I was like, "What is it in the future that I can be excited about?" That's what you said. Dude, yeah. um, and so, yeah, that's. I think that's answering your. It question. does fully, man, I and I. That.
0: And I fully agree um, in a big way about 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 having vision. Firstly, it, I think it's I think it's vital. I think it's going to be very difficult to stay. Motivated is not the right word. I think focused mm. if you don't have a vision. And you mentioned that twice that you spoke about uh, parameters mm. and you spoke about boundaries, but but in the best way. Because if you've got a vision and you've got a direction for yourself or for maybe a group of people that you're leading or for a company, and you're like, hey, this is where we want to be. This yeah. is the preferred future. If we could in 10 years be doing this, affecting this, helping okay. these types of people, then that starts to help you Understand. okay, well, what are we going to say yes to today? Yeah. What are we going to say no to today that's going to take us a step closer to that? Because totally. if, if it's a 10-year plan, we know that after one year or two years or three years, it might not even feel like we're close yet yeah. or a five-year plan. But if we're able to say, well, if that's who we want to be, and that decision doesn't actually line up Mm. with who we wanna be or the type of language or or the type of people we wanna affect, you're able to then today already, your your vision is giving you clarity today. Even though the vision might only be something that could potentially come to fruition in a few years time, Mm. it's already giving you clarity. It's already showing you, hey, today, this is the type, you wanna be that type of leader? or that type of leader makes these types of decisions. That's right. And, And for me, that's been one of the biggest things. That's right. Being able to say, like personally, my vision that I'm running with at the moment is our church's vision, the vision you've given for our church. And mm. for me, it's been phenomenal because it's been able to help me. Yeah, there's things that I would love to do in my life and for my family. Mm. But but I've been I've been I've been able to be focused. Yeah. Because our church and you have given us a vision of, well, this is what we want to do. And and to be honest, like my vision one day is not super different from mm. the vision that we've got. Like it's it's about changing lives it's about seeing revival in a nation and for me I'm like I can give my life to that and and I'd love to give my life to that and I think when there's a vision we speak about passion Mm. I I think if your vision the vision that you've got or the leader's vision that you're under if it's something that you can say like geez I could see myself I could give my life for this type of thing, and, and not in a weird way, but like in a, no. I could I could sacrifice for this. Yeah. I could pour energy into this. I can pour resource into this. I could move for this type of thing. I think you set yourself up to really be in a position to be effective, because yeah. and it makes me think about leaders that have done amazing things. We see the, you know, we see the maybe the results and we see the end of the day and, and they've got their thing and they're doing their stuff but we don't see the the initial planning stages mm. of the vision and of the, this is what I feel God's calling us to do. And then the sacrifice That's right, and then everything that follows and then being able to say yes today or no today because of the parameters that the vision mm. gives you. So I would say as a leader, I'm like, either identify something for yourself or, or if there's a, like you're in church or whatever, and there's a great vision, just give your all for that. Yeah. And, and when the time's right, God could reveal something personal when it's time for you to maybe shift and do
1: something yeah. different. Absolutely. I think it's like it was vision has got to remain in some sense malleable. Yeah. So you get a picture and that picture, you've got to keep on defining and refining. And it's not a hard copy right from the beginning. It's not. And yeah. the, Obviously, people can go cop out and go, oh, my vision is going to shrink because of what I've got. Because of my circumstances. Vision should be large and expansive. Good, that's good. It should take- Very true. If it's a really big vision, it should take God and a lifetime to complete. Yeah, it should freak Um, you out a little bit. Yeah, 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 (laughs) Yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, And the thing is, a leader has to have vision, but then he's also got to be a vision caster. Good. And vision casting is probably one of the areas that I struggle with. Because you think it makes sense to everybody else. And they say that, you know, as a vision caster, when you're sick of it, that's when you're starting to cast vision. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I'm at that point where, yeah, I'm feeling sick of saying the same things. Is that, over is and over that speaking again. into like re- repetitive language? Repetitive language. And constantly just affirming the
0: same, like every week, the same yes. things, like like really hitting it home. So always
1: tying it back, always elevating. Always you wake up somebody in the middle of the night and in the middle of the night, you say, well, what do we believe? Exactly. And they should be able to tell you. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, and that's it. But to bring it down to like the basic level, I think like, let's give, give guys a, an opportunity to go, wait, I don't know if I've got a vision for my life. Yeah, let's start it back. Let's, let's start first. Hey, everyone needs a vision for themselves. And then you can start dreaming for a vision for your organization Good. or your family or whatever. So I think it's just to go, what is the, my, so for instance, what, what Lara and I have done, we've, we've written down some personal vision items. Like we've got a vision for our marriage that we want to celebrate oh, that's 50, awesome. 50 years. Um, of marriage, that's like a big, big vision for it's us. Phenomenal. Um, and then, vision for parenting is like that when Samuel, my son, moves out of house, he actually wants to come. And I've actually heard you say that like a few that. times. Yeah. A vision for our finances is that we live in margin and that we grow in generosity. Yeah. So, what a budget for your life is is actually a vision for your future. Very good. Because if you haven't got a budget, and this is we struggle with this a lot. Some seasons we budget well. Sometimes we don't. Yeah. But if we don't budget, it means we don't have a vision for the future, Jeez, for our finances. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, and that, that hits yeah. home to me a lot. Pretty um, much. So like, that's what a vision really is. Like, mm. what is it about the future that I want to see? Mm. I can see it. I'm going to live in it. I'm mm. going to dream it. I'm going to taste it. And then we have to actually build a way to get there. Yeah. But you can't build a way to get there if you can't see where you want to go. Yeah. And so I just want to encourage people um, to to dream about what is what do you think you want to get to and mm. where do you think God wants you to get to? Yeah, And at the intersection of those two points, I think you've got something really compelling for your life.
0: I love that. And, and even on the topic of vision casting and, and then you bring it back to, hey, it's their personal vision. I think we'll become maybe more effective vision casters if we've lived a life of, hey, there's a personal vision and I kind of know what it takes, yeah. or I know what the cost is, and I know what it, what it means to have a preferred future that might not be my today's reality, but it's something we're working towards and we're making mm-hmm. decisions for. I think once we've lived that and made those decisions, I think we can be a bit more effective in our vision casting because we understand what we're calling people to 100%. Uh, in a big way. And and then we get better at saying, well, hey, this is the repetitiveness of a budget. You know, so, this, really, this is the repetitiveness of, of making good parents Decisions yeah. or making good marriage decisions. Like, we want to be married for 50 years plus we still want to love each other. Yeah, 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 exactly. Totally. <laughs> so, so, we'll do things today that other couples might be like, geez, that's over the top. Yeah. Or, like, okay. Uh, but we'll do that today because that's what we want. And then we then transfer those principles over. Like, if you've got a team mm-hmm. and you've got a picture for your church or for your organization, you've, you already understand, hey, yeah. there, there is a. And I don't like the word repetitive because it kind of sounds but, but it is it, it's an ability to and do, do you think it's do you think there's an element of being able to make something repetitive compelling and and, rep, and or is there a pressure to that that's like you don't want to keep trying to repackage it's that mm. and that's what it is and that's what's going to get us there is there a pressure to make it continually just hey fresh and compelling because uh, that's quite tough but you yeah. want people to be there yeah. and you want yeah, people yeah, to yeah. be like okay I'm with you I'm with you and then to stay with you.
1: Totally. I like there's a there's a guy called Paul Scanlon who's now teaching um, something on like oh we all have a destination but you actually got to build the yellow brick road to get there. Yeah, and there's, that's just Wizard the, of ours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's Let's just go. the key things you have to keep on doing and putting in place to get there. You know, we all have a vision for friendships to have people and to connect with people. So we all brush our teeth every day. Yeah, that's repetitive. It's not necessarily very exciting, it's but but it's it's just part of what we do now. Mm. Um, I think the key is having like it. If your vision isn't white hot on the inside of you, Good, yeah. then there, I think you will lose out in the mundane. Mm. But there's I also heard someone say once like there's we've got to look at the significance of the mundane, the miraculous in the mundane. Mm. Yeah, it's it's like a doesn't seem big, but enough of those tasks put together actually helps you to get to where you want to get to. Yeah, and so you've just got to keep a. The white hot like passion on the inside of you. So mm. that's why we actually pray over our vision
2: because mm.
1: I want to keep getting it deeper into my heart. I keep praying, keep praying into that vision. God, this is what we want to see. God, I'm prophesying this. I'm going to speak this over our life mm. um, because you want to keep it white hot so that when you go, oh, do we really? Do I really need to have another pre meeting? Yeah. Well, this is why we're having the pre meeting. Oh, okay, cool. Like, and that's a good motivator. Yeah. Uh, to help and to step into that. So, yeah, I think you know what. If we're not willing to do the mundane things, then the vision is a dream. Yeah. And it's only going to stay there.
0: I'm thinking about something now and I wonder if there's a correlation. I saw a lot of stuff growing up and even today that it's great if you've got goals. So, mm. So vision, you know, vision might contain some goals that you've got. And they say, if you've got goals, it's really good to write them down mm. and to have them written and to have them in front of you. Now, we had a guy in high school won't well, name names, but he is a professional rugby player now and he's doing very well for himself and he's achieved on a very high level and he was one of these guys and it was very strange in a boys school because normally it, you just wouldn't do that yeah you're yeah, scared yeah, yeah, yeah. of what people think or like, totally. oh this guy but he'd have these goals of I'm mm. gonna play SA Schools I'm gonna play Craven Week I'm gonna do this I'm gonna achieve on this level and then he and it was so crazy because he did all those things wow and obviously there's an element of okay the guy's a very good rugby player And all, but but he still kind of took the time and, and what he did was he he wrote it down and then he put it in his in his bedroom kind of cupboard yeah. right? and I just saw it the one time and I'm just like oh, that's interesting because all those things he wanted to do hadn't happened yet yes. and he's like no it's right them down. I see it every day, and you talk about cultivating kind of a hot why and, and doing that through prayer. I think it's mm. probably the most important. But also, when you've got vision, do you think there's a correlation between writing stuff down, and seeing something? Because mm. because we're talking about repetitiveness, and yeah. we're talking about we want to speak about it. What about seeing it yeah. like every day and just because? Yeah. People, they just the statistics say that if you write things down, there's a there's, there is a percentage higher yeah. chance that you're actually going to achieve and do those things. Do you think 100%. that comes together when we talk about repetitiveness? Do you think those two things are correlated
1: in a way? One hundred percent. I I hundred percent agree about. It. In fact, people go gone further to say, which we've still got to do, but um, do like a vision board where you draw it, so you're seeing it in picture. Wow. Uh, so just don't get just don't get me to do that. <laughs> Uh, absolutely, because you're drawn to what you see, Yeah. right? And it, it reminds you of what you're saying no to yeah. um, and why you're saying no to it. So, for instance, this might shock some people, but um, we try as a family not to overcrowd our weekends. Mm. Why? Because I have a vision. To, I love that my family and I, we're, we're strong, yeah. we're healthy. And so we say no to a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and so that's what writing it down does for you. Because I, can't, I have to say no to that so mm-hmm. that I can say yes to this. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think Phil Pringle teaches um, that passage where, uh, who's the guy, It's whose name was Israel, t- came from Isaac. Is it Isaac? No. Came from Abraham. Uh, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Thank yeah. you. His name was changed to Israel. Uh, he was known as a deceiver and all that, and, yeah, and he was looking after um, his father-in-law, his, his, um, like his family member's sheep, his uncle's sheep. Mm. right? And then he made this deal like, okay, um, can I have the spotted lambs kind of thing? And he, that's his payment structure. And so he says, like, as soon as the spotted lambs would come to feed, he would show them a picture. And then when the uh, when the other lambs would come, he would take that picture away. Oh, wow. so that he would get all so that eventually all, the whole herd became spotted. This massive herd became spotted. And all of the weak and frail ones remained with Laban, like his uncle's sheep. Yeah. So in that way he says, So you're always putting a picture and that's that draws that picture up. Yeah. Wow. And so writing it down I think is there's a science to it like you retain more memory when you write things down. Yeah. Uh, but I think it also just sharpens your focus. Yeah. And that's a long a long answer to a very simple no, question but No. No, I, th- I just it kind
0: of brought me to that and I think for the people that are listening today anyone watching could be saying well you know, a next step, you know, you know, what could be the first thing to do? And I think if I'm just thinking about myself and if I wasn't having the conversations that I'm privileged enough to have and, and do in, the, in our meetings and, and stuff, I think the first thing that I would need to do is actually just make myself aware. If there is a vision already happening that I'm a part of. Mm. Because I think, and I'm, I'll clarify, I think there's a lot of people that, let's just take our church, for example, that are in our church, but actually don't really know mm. what our vision is or mm. don't really know the direction in which the church wants to go. And that's fine. Um, it could be an element of, you know, we've got to get better at getting it out there. Mm. But I think for people that are watching today, I would say a great first step, because we're talking about personal vision yep. and that's easier to maybe put together and you can think about your family and where you want to be. So that's great. But I would think on a, on a, different level on the vision of, of, of something bigger than yourself, bigger than your family, I would just go and try to make myself aware of what my organization is mm-hmm. doing. If you're an employee or if you're in a church, yeah, what is the vision? And then immerse yourself in it, then, then get involved in it, then find out a role, find out a way that you mm-hmm. can participate in. it. And I think in that way, you can begin to be in like made passionate about it and you begin to see yourself a part of something bigger. And I think once we are a part of something bigger, then we get revealed more and the picture becomes clearer yeah. for ourselves and, and for other organizations. But I think a lot 100%. of us are a part of a lot of things. We don't really know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's you're this right. church going or where's this business going? You're right,
1: you're right. And I love what you say because those people become the most valuable people in an organization. Yeah. People who are actually building the vision, not building just something else. Yeah. Um, or building what's in front of them, like so building
0: that, like I'm a part of this. And I know what my my job is. Yeah. I'm gonna do my job. Yeah. And it's like cool, like that's great. We love that. But but are we building into who we are? Like into what we want to become? Are we making those types of decisions? Mm -hmm. And we've got opportunities to do that today. Um wherever we're based, the church, business, like all of these things is to find out, okay, well, what is it? Mm And then, So maybe it's going, attending like a, a DNA
1: course or finding out what that is exactly yeah, or just yeah, asking yeah. the question. Being a part of it, 100%. I, rem- I remember listening to this talk by Simon Sinek. It's a brilliant TED talk, massive, massive views all over the world. And he's a beast. Um, and he says, people don't buy into what you do. They buy into why you do it.
2: Mm.
1: And so it's just keeping that why so strong. Good. Why motivates, why brings passion, why gives excitement, why gives direction. Um, How you do it is not really important. It's just that we're going on the right journey. So what I would encourage people to do is to actually take two hours somewhere and just to sit and just write down and think about what do I want for the future? Yeah, it's a great question. Because vision takes time. You can't just go, oh, this is what I feel like doing. There's very Mm. few people who actually have that ingrained in them. They should should just sit down and think it through and pray it through. Mm. Uh, Habakkuk chapter 2, I love it, where he says, where the the writer of Habakkuk he goes, um, I was he goes to the to the to like the tower, and he goes there to see what the Lord would say to him. Mm. So you actually have to pull yourself away from what you're normally doing, mm. and the best place to do that is to do it in prayer and actually pray, God, I want a vision from you. God, help me to see. Yeah, I think often it'll come as a picture on your imagination. Yeah, This is what I'm, I have an imagination about what that could be. And that's God given, mm. it's creative. You're, mm. you're creating something, you're stepping into something that's not there yet. That's why yeah. we're such a creative, right? Like humanity is creative, yeah. born of God. Cause we're actually designing futures, creating futures. Mm. Something that's not there is becoming there purely because you're thinking about it. Yeah. And so just take that time to think and dream mm. and write it down. Is just you, you got to do it. It's
0: invaluable, and you it could happen over it. a few sessions. Of course, yeah. Might you might sit down and get interrupted and, and just try again. And and That's I right. and I, I'd love to just say that that it should be scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It should be and sorry, scary in a very positive way. Scary in that it's big. Yeah. Scary in that it seems. Geez, how would we ever? How would we ever get there? I mean, we don't have the means, we don't have the time, we don't have. Let it be something so big and so audacious. And I love that. So that God can mm. get the glory so uh, it's in, in, in your personal life, in your in your business, in your work life. So when you are structuring this thing, don't I would say don't play it safe. Yeah, hundred percent. Don't 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 put don't put a goal in place that you're like, I think I could get that. Yeah. It's like, dude, step out. Like, trust mm. God for something amazing because we always want what those people have. The people that have that have done incredible things. We just mm. don't know how they got there. So we start with a dream. Mm. Started with time, and so, so I think first, let's, let's not play it safe as, as people, especially people of God. Yeah, people that trust God. Who who with man it is impossible. But with God, it's it's possible to dream in these vision moments where we're just sitting at home, we're in our gardens, mm. and to just think, well, what, what what's something audacious that I can think about for my family, for yeah. my j- and then and then put that down. Yeah. Scary.
1: The reality is if you don't have vision, you're going nowhere. Anywhere. Yeah. And as a Christian, Jesus has got a vision for your life. It's to mm. be a disciple and to make disciples. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. That's big. I mean, that's massive to become more like Jesus. Yeah. What a great vision. When I look at where I am to where Jesus is calling me to, that's powerful. Mm. Um, and like, for instance, our church, we've got a, we've got a vision that's so big it's impossible if God didn't do something. Yeah. Know, a revival for for the city. Yeah. Revival in our generation. That is massive. Like, how mm. can I, I look at go, God like this is impossible without you? Mm. But that's exactly the point. Good. Um, and so, what we do is now we try to activate everything we can. And if God blesses it, that's fantastic. Yeah. If not, well, we're, at least we're, we're working towards something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just think I just think we need to step out of our comfort zone because small things don't inspire people. Yeah. And this is where it, it, I think maybe the conversation shifts from having a personal vision to now actually telling people about it. Yeah. Because when you tell people about it, you will draw in resources that you never had before. Yeah. You know, as a businessman, you might not have any staff members, but if you cast a vision, maybe to your to your banker, your accountant, mm. or, or something like that, that you can start building a plan with their expertise. Yeah. Say, hey, this is what I think I want. This is where I want my business to go. Yeah. What can we do? And the banker might come up with an idea, and the accountant might come up with an yeah. idea, and there you're building a plan together now. Yeah. Um, if we if you don't have big vision, you're not going to attract any kind of resource to get there. Mm. You know, nobody wants to go. Oh wow, you. you your vision is so small, you can do it by yourself. Well, that's cool, man. You go for it.
0: Yeah. I think if, if you think about it from that point of view, it's like, well, if you are going to lead something one day, what type of people would you want following you? Would you want big dreamers, big thinkers, audacious people? Or would you want small thinkers, people mm. that play it safe and that never kind of trust God for something miraculous? I think most of us would say, no, we want we want people who dream for the biggest. Yeah. Well, those people are not going to be attracted to a leader yeah. who's got a small vision yeah. and, and, who's, and who's thinking small and who's yeah. playing it safe. They want to people with that type of mindset they want to be challenged and they want to be in a place where geez, well this vision is so big. Yeah.
1: Let me try and do yeah. this one
0: first <laughs> and then and then we can and then we can have a go at something else.
1: That's right. Dude. I wanna ask you, why why would you think that in your in your perspective that people won't wouldn't like sharing their vision with others? I think there's I think there's elements to
0: it of of firstly insecurity in a, in a big way. I think if you are if you are dreaming big and you've got something massive that you'd like to do with your life or with your business, I think sharing it is you're quite vulnerable. It is vulnerable. Yeah, yeah you you put yourself out there. You kind of. You show what you'd love to do. And, and I think if enough people are just like, you know, you're crazy. Because that's how a lot of the best things have either started or died. Mm. It's, it's someone just saying that'll never happen. Or, that's true. Or you're crazy. Or that's true. You're going to fail. And then then it's the guys that have chosen to rise above that critique, have gone on to do amazing things. But how many, how many millions of amazing dreams and visions have died? Uh, at the critique or at the voice of of somebody in your life, 100%. so I think we'd be I think we'd be scared of that. 100%. And then there might be an element of you know you don't want somebody else, you'd want to keep what's yours yours, and you'd want to run with it. But I think I think less of that. Mm. I think I think primarily I think it's along the lines of. I don't want anybody to think that I'm a crazy person I don't want anybody to think that like what oh, I'm there trying it goes. to do. Yeah, there, it, 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 because you hear that enough, it can be so demoralizing. Um, I think from my perspective, I'm like, that would be the big thing. Yeah. I'd be like, I, I want people to think Phil's a realist, you know, and healed. But at the end of the day, it's like, well, part of being a Christ follower is dreaming for the biggest things. So I think we'd want to avoid that. I think personally that that's what I would think people struggle yeah. with the most.
1: Yeah. No, I, I I agree with you because there is a cost to putting yourself out there because mm. it's your deepest self that you're putting on display, your yeah. hopes, your dreams, your aspirations. Kind of opening up. And worried about people going, you're not enough. Yeah. I've struggled with that a lot. That's why I've, I've struggled with communicating vision. Because like, sometimes I speak and... Looks like wow, Sven, Here goes Sven again. Do, uh,
0: do they? Do you think it's an element of some people think okay, that vision is cool and big, but I don't think you're the guy. Post, I, I yeah. don't think you're the guy to do that. Yeah, that could be hectic. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's like you know what the Israelites saw when they went into the promised land. You know, you had Joshua and Caleb said, "Guys, we can do it. God is bigger than these giants." Mm. And the Israelites were like, "Yeah, but we look like grasshoppers in our own eyes." Mm and i think that's a thing we think that vision is so big mm. that's surely not me like that's not me it's not me it's, it's very it's like, personal it's like, yeah right? and, and that's where faith comes into it yeah because you need we need to be believers that god can do impossible things through us yeah and that's really what drives the vision that i feel like god's given to to me and to our church mm. is that yes in my own strength this is completely impossible yeah but that's where God specializes. That's yeah. where he does his best work. Mm. And that's why he, we need people with vision to go, mm. those giants are big, but have you seen God? Yeah. You know? I think
0: it's even okay if people do kind of have that sentiment of I don't think it's you. I think one of the coolest vision statements was when that angel found Gideon kind of hiding yeah. and calls him, you know, yeah, you, you're the mighty warrior. You know, you're the guy. And literally in that moment, he was hiding. Yeah, it didn't matter that he was the smallest from the smallest tribe and the Good. lowliest. Like, so that alone Good. was enough to say, I don't know. If you, I don't know if you're the guy. Maybe Good. someone from the big clan, uh, from, from the big tribe. But literally in that moment, he was hiding away from people. Yes. And then the angel says, speaks a vision statement, yes. and says, you know, you're a mighty warrior. Yes. And then Gideon later steps into that, speaking something that that's not yet there. Even if, even if it's so far from there. It's like, but that's so cool that that we've got a God that's like, even if it it doesn't matter, if it's just not there. It's just like, it's so far from there as well. Yes. It's like, even in that moment, our God is calling us to be people that then right now, I'm that guy or I'm that girl, or I'm going to speak it into being, even if I've never been that way inclined or a good communicator or whatever the deal is. Mm. I think God is calling me to that. That's right. But that starts. It's got to be. It's got to be from God. Absolutely. So that does, like, like you said, it does start in those personal Mm -hmm. moments, those times where you're formulating, where you're figuring out, hey, what has God called me to? Because you still need to be the guy, like Gideon in that moment. If he told his friends, hey, like I'm a mighty warrior, he would have heard the flack of. No, you're not. (laughs) You're hiding. You're the hiding guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You're hiding away. You're not that. Where were you when they attacked? So he would have had to say, well, no, I've got something from God that I'm going to hold on to. So for us as well, it's like, well, let's make sure that we've heard from God. That's where. Passion, but that's what he's called us to. And then when those other voices mm. do come, saying, "No, you're you're too small. It's not going to happen through you." But we've got a conviction that comes from God. That's
1: right, not from man. Very good. let run with it. Very, very good. I love that. And and even I think when people, when we go to God with vision and take time to craft a vision, like God's not always going to write it in the sky. Yeah. I think we've got to be okay with hey, I'm going to pray through this. Mm. And if I'm getting a nudge of yes or I'm not getting any no's, but this is what I'm excited about, I'm Good. gonna go with that. Yeah. Because maybe that's just God saying, Yeah, I, that I put that in you. It's coming out of you right now. Yeah. And so be okay with that. Not yeah. it doesn't have to be like bomb going off in the sky. Yeah. Um and then it's okay for it to change. Of course, yeah, to be adapted to shape to, yeah. to change. Like obviously you don't wanna be changing your vision every, every year. No. You know, you want a I think this is the thing, you want a central thing that you're building towards, an Cause, assignment. Because people can
0: do that because you might not see the level of success or, yeah. or the progress that maybe you want. And yeah. you're like, okay, let me change
1: everything. So I don't think we need to fall into that trap. Vision gets sacrificed. <laughs> yes. But what, what happens with vision and casting vision, and I, I agree with you with what you said about how vision makes you vulnerable. Because as soon as you put a vision out there, your deficiencies are immediately seen. Yeah. Because the reality is, if, if you didn't have any deficiencies with regards to your vision, then you would already be living your vision. Yeah, you'd be and there. So that whole vision speaks to a gap that exists. That's there. That's, that, very, that's very real. Yes, that's very there. Yeah. I'm here today. I want to be there tomorrow. Mm. And so now there's this gap. Yeah. And what I loved about what you when you were talking about Gideon is that the angel said to him, you mighty warrior. Yeah. And for some of us, our visions die because we speak to the wrong people. Yeah, we speak to the critic. We speak to we speak to people that we're not confident about the vision yet. Yeah, and then they say it's a terrible thing, and then yeah. we, we agree with them. Yeah. We agree with the words of them. yeah. True. What we need to find ourselves are people who are who love us and mm. are actually encourages in Good. our life. And they can go, oh, man, I'm pumped. That's fantastic. Mm. Let's keep praying together about that. Or, mm. Yeah, I'm believing that God in you can do that. Kind yeah. of thing. So like actually put courage inside of you. Yeah. Like speak to those people about vision in the early days mm. to build you up so that when you speak to people who are more That's critical, yeah. you don't look at them and go, oh, I don't want to talk to you. And you go, okay, cool, help me get this better.
0: Yeah, and we're all humans. So, totally. so maybe the people in that family, maybe they don't even see the full picture, mm. but they still love you enough to say, well, like, listen, if if this is what God's calling you to, yeah. then cool, I'm gonna pray for you. Yeah. In the back of their minds they might, I think this is crazy. Totally. Which which if you if you think about a lot of the moments in scripture where people were called to do amazing things, there was doubters. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, big time family that were doubting. Yeah. So so that's okay. But 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 I love what you're saying. It's like well, who is gonna be there in the early stages of it? You need encouragers. Yeah. Because if from day one you, you're almost not super sure of it yet. You haven't got a deep conviction. And then every voice that's speaking to you about it is now telling you how the deficiency is bigger mm. and you're never going to be able to get there. Jeez, I don't think I would be holding. I don't think I would be able to step into vision if that was my story, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it isn't. We luckily have people around us good, that good. will encourage.
1: Yeah, that, brilliant. And we also got to be okay that not everyone's going to have the same vision as us yeah. or the same level of vision as us, mm. right? When There are doubters. Like when Martin Luther said, hey, I have a dream. Do you think everybody shared the dream? Nah. No. But they couldn't see it yet. Yeah. But that's why he was there. Yeah. And when, you know, Mandela had a vision for a New yeah. South Africa, did everybody see it? No. But yeah. th- that's why in new South. That's why it came about, because there were people who could see. There it. had to be a guy or and a girl, yeah. So, yeah. And so you are that in your world. Mm. No one can see what you see. Mm. And so they're not going to share that. But here's the here's the thing. If you want more people to go on the journey with you, we need to get better skilled at casting the vision, of sharing the vision. And that's where the repetition comes into sharing and sharing and talking Mm. and and finding creative pictures and finding creative language and and highlighting people who are living in that vision and, and just celebrating people who are moving in the vision yeah. talking about it all the time with passion and mm. excitement and painting the picture and oh we're going to plant a church here and we're going to do this and yeah. hey we are oh, with like we're putting money there and it helps us to then begin to formulate a plan mm. because you're drawing resource. People are saying, "Yeah, I want to be a part of that." Mm. Uh, you know, that's exactly what God's put on my heart. Yeah, you know, and that's how God starts to formulate and build it together. And yeah. there's a lot more strategy and practicalities. Mm. But I just think, I think if we could be bolder about our vision, mm. I think it'll demand more of us. Yeah, it will. And it might take a whole lifetime but i think it, i think it's worthwhile good it's a worthwhile cost to pay
0: yeah very good i think even as we as you begin to wrap up to take it back to that that practical that you gave us. It's like, let's take time uh, and not, let's not put it off. Let, let's take time soon, even in this week if possible, and to, th- and to start thinking about a future and what we want our future to look like. And I love how you prioritise it, personal vision. And then even a bigger vision, it's like, th- think about your marriage. If you're not, you're married. Think about your future spouse. Think about mm-hmm. the life that you're living currently, financially where you're at. and then And then begin to put things in place. Well, this is what I'd love for my life. In in 10 years' time or five years' time. And then from that place, you will begin to. Understand mm. the, the parameters that vision brings and how it helps you bring clarity today. And then even from a uh, organizational, uh, church, or a business point of view, if you if you're not the lead guy, well find out what what the lead guy is saying. Find out what the vision is for that organization, and then and then be a part of it. Yeah, and, and see God move because there's something special about especially the church about being a part of something so much bigger than yourself. I feel like there's such a fulfillment mm. um, in being a part That's of the body good. of Christ, especially being a part of something that 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 is that is moving and it's a living organism and it's going somewhere. And we're just like, geez, just let me be a part of what God is <laughs> yeah. doing. Just let me be on the, let me be on the bus. Yeah. Uh, and I think these are two great
1: things to do. That sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, I, amazing. I love it. Um, hopefully that's been helpful. I think we've had plenty of, co- I, honestly, we could probably keep on talking over this. this is e- for, e- This is easy. Yeah, yeah, this for hours and hours and hours. I, I'm like refueled and refreshed by conversations like this. Yeah. Um, Sorry about that bumping. Um, but yeah, that's probably a good place to for us to end the conversation. Yeah, and no, we love could to go know, Like if anybody wants to share uh, some of the, the the tools, tips that you've got on how you can formulate a vision or any questions that you have about formulating vision, please just drop it in the comment section. Yeah. Uh, let us reach out to us on, on Instagram mm. and uh, we can point you towards some good resources if we don't have the answers to the questions. And, definitely. Oh, I definitely want to help.
0: Yeah, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. We've um, we've loved it. We loved uh, being with you today. And yeah, remember to join us next week. Remember, if you, if you see the podcast on Facebook or on YouTube, just share it. Help, help us to get the word out. Uh, it's extremely powerful. We've seen God uh, move through our podcast. We want to be as helpful to as many people as possible. And what we didn't do is explain what the 167 is uh, in the beginning of the episode. So if you are still here, viewers and uh, listeners, the 167 podcast, Who We Are, there's 168 hours in the week. Uh, but we know that one of those hours are possibly spent in a church or a house of worship somewhere, but you still have 167 other hours where we can grow, develop, become more like Jesus. And that's what we like to do in this podcast, if you were a first-time guest. That's why that that's no, who we are. For sure. no, for sure. That's who we are. But yeah. uh, God bless you guys. We trust that you have an amazing rest of your week and uh, we'll see you real soon.